From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary, celebrating again our being named one of the top 20 black conservative podcasts to follow in 2023. Uh, Loving that. And yes, folks, I am Jerry Brooks, your baby-faced assassin of freedom, as well as your tour guide through the wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, today it definitely was a hot one and highly contentious there in the swamp in D.C. As Attorney General Merrick Garland went before the House Judiciary Committee and man, oh man, was it absolutely bonkers. But it was a kind of a good bonkers in a way. But anyway, uh, before we get into all the fun and today's adventure in podcasting, uh, just to let you know, if you want to send us uh, questions, comments, shout outs, what have you, you can email us at inblackandright at gmail.com or you can always check out our website inblackandright.net our online store, and also uh, you are absolutely encouraged if you'd like to help uh, continue the show to grow. We have a donate button right on the top uh, right-hand corner of the website on all pages. So let's go, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, today was a very contentious day on Capitol Hill when Mary Garland going before the House Judiciary Committee chaired by Jim Jordan and believe you me it was whoo some of the parts in there were just amazing uh, I mean some of the really hard questioning coming from Matt Gates of Florida uh, also incredibly passionate uh, speech uh, or questioning by Congresswoman Victoria Sparts of Indiana, but man, this was crazy. Um, <laughs> now there was. I'm I'm gonna try to attempt to take two stories and turn them into one because yesterday. The Department of Justice, after two and a half years, uh, after the fact, finally, finally, finally charged Ray Epps, uh, the mysterious Mr. Ray Epps, with one single count of this, and it was a misdemeanor. Now, I want to kind of set this up properly. Uh, uh, let's see, there we go. Now, for those, a lot of people know about Ray Epps, but for those of you who don't, I, I want to play for you uh, an old Tucker Carlson clip when he was still with Fox and talking about... Um, 
Reyes, who is a fascinating man in certain ways because somehow, uh, after all this time and everything that he's been involved with, everything that's do been documented about him uh, on on video and on audio, and it only takes two and a half years or so to get one and only one misdemeanor charge. But let's go back a little and let me let, let Tucker Carlson set this up for you about Mr. Epps. So the New York Times has written hundreds and hundreds of articles about January 6th since it happened, describing it as a riot, an insurrection. As part of its coverage last summer, the Times published a video documentary in which the Times reported that one man was actually caught on camera planning an insurrection, encouraging a breach of the Capitol complex. That man's name is Ray Epps. Now, the New York Times noted that Epps was videotaped on both January 5th and January 6th, urging protesters to storm the Capitol. Here it is. We need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! So I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail tomorrow. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. That's the strangest video to emerge from January 6th. We played it several times on this show. Quote, we need to go into the Capitol, into the Capitol, Ray Epps tells the crowd. He says it repeatedly. He's so emphatic about it, encouraging other people to commit a crime, that the crowd around him decides he must be a federal agent. They began chanting, as you just heard, Fed, Fed. So shortly after that video surfaced, the FBI placed Ray Epps on a list of people wanted for questioning, and they released it to the public. And you can understand why they did that. According to the Justice Department, what Ray Epps did on that video is a federal crime. In fact, the Biden administration has charged several people with seditious conspiracy for doing precisely what you just saw Ray Epps do, urging others to enter the Capitol complex on January 6th. Here, for example, is a quote from a DOJ press release that describes the federal case against five members of the so-called Proud Boys, a group you're supposed to be terrified of. Quote, on January 6th, 2021, the Defendants directed, mobilized, and led members of the crowd onto the Capitol grounds and into the Capitol, end quote. Again, that's what you just saw Ray Epps tried to do. But here's the difference. Others who have done that are in prison or facing long terms in prison, but no charges have ever been filed against Ray Epps, despite the fact there's no question he did it, because once more, it's on tape. That's very strange. It just is. And we don't care how many people call us names for pointing that out. It is strange. And we'd like an answer to what the heck is going on. Yep. Okay. There you go. Now, that's Tucker Carlson. Uh, about a year or so ago before he was uh, fired by Fox. But he was talking about the mysterious Mr. Epps. Now, yesterday, the, the Department of Justice actually charged Ray Epps and indicted him for one count, one, just one count. And given all he's done and hearing Tucker Carlson's explanation about what the Justice Department considers uh, an insurrection, why now, after two and a half years, is Ray Epps being charged and being only charged with a misdemeanor? Okay. 
Fast forward to today. Uh, during the hearing in the Judiciary Committee, uh, Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky uh, pretty much gave uh, <laughs> Merrick Garland a bit of a what for uh, and essentially you know, wanted to know why Ray Epps and all he did was a misdemeanor. And why grandmas are going to prison. So I want to play this right. This is this is beautiful. This is from earlier today at the hearing at the Judiciary Committee in the Capitol. You're signing the Constitution. I'm going to sign it. It's our constitutional duty to do oversight. Now, in that video, that was your answer to a question to me two years ago. When I said how many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol and how many went into the Capitol, can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, last time, you don't know how many there were or there were none? I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. You've had I don't know whether there are any. I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again? That you don't know that there were I have any? No personal knowledge of this matter. I think what I said the you've, last time. You've had two years to yeah. find out. And yeah. today, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps. And yesterday, you indicted him. Isn't that a wonderful coincidence? On a misdemeanor. Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for merely filming. Some people weren't even there yet. You've got the guy on video. He's saying go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him. Ten videos, and it's an, and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor? The American public isn't buying it. I mm, 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 mm. Hello? Well, 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 now that's intriguing. How, did Merrick Garland just perjure himself? I mean, there have been people who have been, and, and people in the Justice Department, people within the FBI, within the FBI who've tried to say, well, there weren't any, and that is an absolute crock. There were, ton, there were federal uh, agents, federal assets, uh, scattered throughout the crowd but to say that there were none uh-uh no this is exactly why the whole fed surrection theory that has been espoused by darren Beatty of revolver news is making a heck of a lot more sense i mean two and a half years and finally gets indicted um Ray Epps finally gets indicted for a misdemeanor. And I've already played some of the things he already said on January 5th and January 6th from 2021. My God, we, we do live in the Twilight Zone. And what really blows my mind, even more so than this two-tiered justice system that Merrick Garland had this nice you know, really sappy opening saying how much, uh, you know, the, the rule of law and all this stuff about his family and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, please, sit down. You're really a really weak, evil little man. I mean, you've got 
Justice Department officials, prosecutors and all of that, plus the FBI guys who are essentially the foot soldiers, and, well, the American KGB, the American Gestapo, for all that they've been doing to all of these people, uh, pro-life folks, patriots, uh, infiltrating Catholic parishes, not just in Richmond, Virginia, but also in Los Angeles and in Portland, Oregon, a town I know very, very well. So, yeah, th this is pathetic. And it's interesting that Massey calls him out on it. I'm really interested on that. So, yeah. What's the deal, Merrick Garland? I mean, this poor guy was just... Well, actually... Oh, no, go. No, no. Let me, re, re, let me rephrase that because I don't want to sound too sympathetic towards this, to this uh, slime bag. Because he is an evil man. And all the perjury he has done time after time after time, doing a song and dance act every time a tough question came. Uh, look, Merrick Garland, if I really want to see a song and dance act, I'll go to New York and see a Broadway show. You, sir, your days pretty much are pretty much numbered because my wish before I leave this earth, Trump gets back into office and unleashes 50 shades of holy hell on the deep state, including Chris Ray, Merrick Garland, and, and Jack Smith, maybe. You know, and people are like, well, that's not a reason. We don't want to get into retribution. It's like, what the hell you think the Biden administration has been? I mean, seriously, are, I mean, are you serious? You know, no, this is called, well, as much as you might not like it, it's justice, it's payback. And you know what they say about payback? Payback, frankly, it, it's, it's just awful. I mean, it's a bitch to deal with. I'm sorry for saying that, but hey, let's call it for what it is, folks. And yeah, it's good. It's not going to be pretty. It is not going to be pretty. I will say that up front. But dang it, people like there has to be some type of justice, not just divine justice. Even though, yeah, God will definitely get his. That's not at issue. I'd like to see a little justice here on earth before I go up there. Because these people have unleashed such fear. I mean, people, I mean, Victoria Sparts from Indiana go, uh, gave this impassioned speech. It is this impassioned question telling Garland, hey, people in her district are afraid of their government. Now that is a sad, sad commentary, my friends. It is. When you have to have Americans, the land of the free, home of the brave and all that, and they are afraid of their own government, uh, yeah, 
that's not good. That's not good at all. And a lot of these people uh, during the congressional recess let a lot of these guys, these especially Republicans, they let them have it. They absolutely, in many cases, let them have it with a double-barreled earful. So, yeah, this is crazy. And people like, you know, people like Garland, you know, telling these all these old sob stories about their families. I said, look, I got plenty of stories like that about my own family. I do. But they didn't come from uh, Europe. They had to, they had to deal with crap right here in the good old U.S. of A. So I don't know what the deal is. I really don't. But F is just the tip of the iceberg. Now, I don't know what the deal is uh, with Garland, but he still has a whole hell of a lot to explain. I mean, he just does. But since we're kind of in the January 6th neighborhood, Gateway Pundit came up with a heck of a story today, and it's confirmed. Headline, it appears former FDI, FBI DC supervisor D'Antuono was lying to House investigators about the number of FBI operatives embedded in crowds on January 6th. I'm like, ooh, this does this is a not this does not look good. And his previous testimony to congressional investigators and the House Judiciary Committee, I'm like, oh my goodness, this guy <laughs> It was crazy. Just this one part of the story says a lot to me. Uh, from the Gateway Pundit, reading from their story by Jim Hoft, quote, In fact, they had so many FBI operatives in the crowd, they had no idea how many were actually there that day. D'Antuono had, had quite a record of failures and lies during his time with the FBI. Uh, D'Antuono was the head of the FBI's Detroit field office as the Bureau was investigating an alleged kidnapping attempt against Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. And that was just uh, one part, but it, it, can, you know, it was continued just by this one line the entire plot quote was well, let's see quote the entire plot was hatched planned paid for and executed by paid fbi informants and just earlier this week the, there were three men who were acquitted in that very same case the fbi the DOJ weaponized to the hilt, so much so they're screwing up left and right. They had so many federal informants and agents amongst the crowd that they didn't know how many they had. Well, in a sense, when 
Mary Garland was asked how many agents were there, and he said he didn't know. I, I kind of tend to believe him, but to not even have even a rough estimate, any kind of an estimation, guesstimation, approximation, to not have that? Dude, come on. That's pathetic. That is truly, truly pathetic. Ugh. But oh well. You know, but that, this is just exactly why people are, are, hate, are hating the government, fearing the government. And what's even scarier to my patriot friends, my America First friends, my friends who are people of faith, our tax money, yes, yours, mine, whatever, our tax money is funding our own demise. This is what's going to make tomorrow interesting because Zelensky is coming and he's going to be looking for more money. We've already had all kinds of seriously weird stuff going on about Ukraine just within the last few, I'd say, week or so. You had the rocket attack in Donetsk, which the Ukrainians tried to blame the Russians for. Uh, Anthony Blinken and Victoria Nuland from the State Department were there in country. I'm like, no. And yet, they tried to put it on the Russians, but it turned out to be an actual Ukrainian missile. And even... The New York Times uh, backed up the reporting and confirmed it of human events and Jack Posobiec. Now, frankly, the fact that the Ukrainian military, uh, the Ukrainian hit squad, has actually put an American citizen and journalist, Jack Posobiec, of human events on a hit list. They're going after him. They want to go after anybody. And, and frankly, I think it's being focused on the West, on the United States. Because when the Freakazoid um, uh, spokesperson, who's American for the Ukrainian Defense Forces, you know, pretty much a dude with a bad wig trying to uh, impersonate a woman... I'm like, good night. So you got an American trans freakazoid, the official spokesman for the Ukrainian military, threatening uh, American journalists with death, plus the fact that the Ukrainian counteroffensive was a dismal failure. Zelensky has fired six of his deputy defense ministers, got rid of a lot of his people who were dealing with recruiting because they were taking paybacks or, or sorry, kickbacks, not paybacks, but kickbacks, you know, getting bribes from people to not send their sons and daughters into war. Oh, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. And uh, to uh, quote Shakespeare. And now 
with a budget with a fierce budget battle going on trying to come up with a continuing resolution which ain't which frankly right now ain't gonna happen it's basically now telling your congressman especially if they're republican you know thank the good guys but if you've got a republican member of congress that's not with the program of saying no no cr no money for ukraine no more weaponization of the government no wokeness nothing and it's up to about 20 now i i have to uh, get the confirmation on the current numbers but yeah it's it's a mess folks it is an absolute mess and frankly you know, I'm kind of liking the idea of a shutdown because at least with a shutdown, you can't dig the hole any deeper and to get regular order, 12 separate appropriations bills, single subject with appropriate cuts and just vote on them. And as far as the Senate goes, hey, the only senator who's had the well frankly the stones to stand up and say something was uh senator rand paul of kentucky who has stated quite publicly he will not vote for any kind of appropriation or continuing resolution that gives any money i mean not one penny to the ukraine so zelensky's got some explaining to do he, he does, especially when he talked about missing children in his UN speech. Okay, but where are these kids? Now, I understand Jack Posobiec has already on Human Events, Human Events website published an interview with a child trafficker in the Ukraine, and it was mind-blowing. Uh, this this guy in prison has mentioned all kinds of names of government officials and has named names of all kinds of organizations. It has been translated, um, confirmed. I mean, it's been quite thoroughly vetted. And now here comes Zelensky wanting more money when he's got a whole bunch of problems at home because... Before the war, the Ukraine was considered a huge hub for child trafficking, sex trafficking, and now we throw in organ harvesting. Organ harvesting. Now, that's sick, it's twisted, it's evil, and I don't think I can find too many people who would disagree with me. But, I will be danged and a lot of people are getting it on Capitol Hill I mean they're getting it from constituents they're getting it you know from all kinds of sources but no more money for Ukraine no more this thing needs to be settled if you don't want any war in the Ukraine deal with the Russians let President Trump step in. He says he can stop this whole mess in 24 hours. 
but sadly he would pro he would need also the power of the presidency so this is going to be interesting to see so tomorrow i'm looking forward to a very busy day with zelensky in dc trying to make his case for more money for just a mess and failures and corruption and just straight up incompetence and it's being funded on your dime my dime and every other hard-working american trying to make ends meet right now it's all of our dimes together and we are funding this nonsense mm -mm. keep the calls coming call your congressman 202-255-3121 oh sorry no 202-225-3121 that's the house switchboard i'm calling mine it's like yo you gonna go vote for a cr or are you going to be one of the folks who actually wants Kevin McCarthy to keep up his end of the deal. Single issue appropriations bills. So yes, I will definitely be doing that throughout the next few days. I mean, we are 10 days away from September 30th. That's going to be essentially D-Day. Does Congress actually do the right thing and be responsible adults, and I'm talking mostly the House and Kevin McCarthy, or are we going to get a government shutdown and all the whining and moaning of the media? It's like, hey, we're on the verge. We're on the brink, you know, over the river, straight into the falls, fiscally, and ruin the economy. We've already got major league um, efforts around the world to decouple themselves from the dollar the BRICS nations they just had the Dur uh, the Durban Accords so come on why are we the American people funding our own demise that is the big question and we gotta stop this train before it goes right off the tracks and we will have had a hand in making it happen that's the part that's the head scratcher to me but anyway i'm just going to call it a day today tomorrow's going to be interesting with Zelensky coming to dc and also uh, before i go always i encourage folks to spread the word tell us uh, subscribe follow us we're on all uh, podcasting platforms big small and in between so follow us subscribe get notified when new episodes are uh, uploaded and it's going to be a fun rest of the year i have a feeling but it's going to be a tough one so be ready just in think just in case things get really nutty so with that in mind folks love y'all take care of yourselves have a great rest of your day, and I will see you tomorrow. And as always, remember, patriots come in all colors.